Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Hello, Amanda Fisher, and today I want to talk about how numbers are everywhere. Think about it. Whether you have gone to the supermarket and you're buying a dozen oysters or a kilo of apples or six rashes of bacon or, yeah, you go to the butchers and it's three, yeah, six, six, uh, six pork chops or ten steaks or a dozen sausages for the barbecue. Their numbers are everywhere. And then when you go and check out and you buy things, of course, we're paying. Again, they're numbers. And you look at things and you compare them and you look at the prices and you go, well, is the price of this more expensive or less expensive than another one? Is it within the range of what I want to afford? So numbers are everywhere. How many children you have? How old you are? What date you were born? Numbers everywhere. And I think what we can learn from having those numbers everywhere is not to, it's no need to be afraid of them. Numbers are in our daily lives. And if you use what you know about numbers in your daily life, you know, the bigger the number, the more volume, the, you know, the more you get. If you're buying something, if you're buying multiples of it, you buy more. You know, if it's a price, then the higher the price, the, you know, the more expensive, cheaper the price, obviously less. And use that same knowledge that you have and apply it to your business. So in your business, if you are buying things, absolutely same thing. If you've got two different options for a particular service or supply, you know, there's the cheaper one and then there's the more expensive one. Now, you may choose to go the more expensive one because it's got more things with it. It's got more bells and whistles. It's a better product. It's better constructed. It's better, you know, it's got a better reputation. Yeah, all those sorts of things. Or you may say, you know what? A pen's a pen. And it doesn't really matter. Or more to the point, perhaps a pencil's a pencil. A pencil's a pencil. It doesn't matter whether I buy an expensive pencil or a cheaper pencil. It's still a pencil and it's still going to do the job. So depending on what it is will depend on whether you may go for, you know, what's deemed to be the cheaper option or go for something that's more expensive that has more value added into it which justifies that higher price tag same thing electricity services how much are you paying per kilowatt or per i think it's kilowatt on electricity how much are you paying what is the rate if you're in business then you don't have the option for off-peak because you're working business hours if you're a standard bricks and mortar type business unless you're manufacturing working around the clock but otherwise, you know, you're 
your your rate is the peak rate. You don't have a choice on that. But you may have a choice on provider and you may have a choice that allows you to have your electricity at a cheaper rate. And why not? Electricity is absolutely electricity. It's either on or it's not on and it's working or it's not working and and whether it works or not is more to do with the overall grid than the supplier of the actual electricity that you're paying. So get the cheaper option. So think about all the things you do in your business and is there an option that costs less that does exactly the same thing that you want it to do and still provide you with the quality and the consistency and the reliability that you need. I mean, don't cut corners just for the sake of that. But then on the tip side, when you're talking about your revenue, what are you selling your products and services for? Now, in some cases, you may be limited because the market will dictate what the price is. Or you may have very direct competition if you're in a commoditized business where there are a lot of other people and yeah, your customers or clients are only going to pay the same because they, they, their perception is that they're getting the same result whether they come to you or whether they go someone else and if it's a have-to-have purchase then the cheapest option is often the one they'll go for. Something that has been very obvious in the accounting industry of late is that buying compliance services so year-end tax financial statements tax returns you know, activity statements in Australia, that those we have to do. Government tells us we've got to lodge our taxes. We don't have an option and we don't really want to have to pay for it, but we need to get it done. And if you don't know how to do it yourself, which is fine and you probably shouldn't, you know, having some paying someone to do it is important. But then from the perception perspective, you perceive, relatively rightly, that it doesn't really matter who does it, the result's going to be the same. And generally speaking, it will. However, there are some people that may not have the expertise to the same degree of others. So, you know, then you may get slightly different results. But generally speaking, it's the same thing. So, yes, why pay more? If you're worried about keeping jobs local, then you may look to pay a little bit more to ensure that you're dealing with a an accounting firm that doesn't outsource and offshore some of their work. But if you're just worried about how much it's costing you and keep the price to a minimum, the firms that are outsourcing and doing having their work done offshore, why wouldn't you? So if you're in business, what are your competitors doing? Because certainly in the accounting industry, the prices were coming massively, massively being um, pressured downwards for standard must have tax work. The other work, no, different story. But the compliance tax work, yeah, it was it was severely, you know, being pushed down. And we look at farmers these days where there's a glut of of whatever it is they've made and they can't they can't they they're not making any money. I was talking to someone the other night and was talking about an orange farm and I think it was, so orange trees obviously keep growing oranges and the price of oranges got so low 
that one year, this particular farmer, they didn't, they just let the oranges fall off the tree. It wasn't worth their while to spend the money to pay the labour to get out the machinery to do the picking of the oranges. This wasn't worth their while. Now, an orange tree is always there, so, you know, the orange tree still grew its oranges, not like a crop that you put in and, and harvest. The orange tree is still there. So the orange tree still made their oranges, but the price wasn't there because the market was dictating the price. So look at your industry and look at your competitors and see what they are doing and what their prices are, and you may find you're limited. And if you are, then you've got to be looking at how can you make your expenses minimised, which is what I talked about at the beginning, so that you can make a profit, you can make money out of it. But think about it. When you look at petrol prices, they keep going up, don't they? Sometimes come down. But if you think about it and you go along and you go, okay, well, hang on, this week the price is X and next week, and if we look at the last month, say, so, you know, the price has gone up, it's gone down, you know, on certain days of the week it's up or it's down. And we understand that price is going up and down. There's a time when we want to be buying, there's days when we don't want to buy, unless you're, you know, you've got an empty tank, in which case you don't have a choice, but you might only put a small amount in your tank, enough to get you going and keep you going until the next day that, you know, you know, if Tuesday's a cheap day that you can tide you over with enough, enough gas in the tank so that you've got... Um, you can survive till Tuesday and then you fill her up with on Tuesday when the price is low. But think about that. It's pricing going up, going down. It's the same with your business numbers. Your revenue one month might go up, another month it might come down. And if you're looking at it week by week or day by day, if you've got a retail, then same thing. There's the same effect. There's nothing fancy about accounting numbers. Numbers are everywhere and what we know about day-to-day -day living with our numbers is exactly the same applied to our business numbers. And yes, there's a lot more detail we can go into in the business numbers, but it's an overarching view of your business and your business numbers. Apply the same same logic, the same knowledge you have from doing your, going about your day-to-day -day life to your business. Because numbers are everywhere. You can't escape them. And they're in a key and an integral part of your business. And understanding them and applying what you know about numbers to your business will make a big difference. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.